Hey everybody, welcome to the third episode of Sci-Fi Mombi. I'm April, the Sci-Fi Mombi. Um, welcome along. Um, I'm a 40-something, shh, don't tell anyone, um, mom who is always running ragged, needing caffeine, and and I love life, kids, relationships. I'm sure if I have an opinion, you have one, so join me because I love having you around. Don't forget to drop me a line um, every once in a while out on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you name it. I'm probably out there. I'm also out there on the new one. Um, it's uh, it's the alternate to, social, uh, to Truth Social. So I have a handle out there too. Or you can email me at mombiape, M-O-M-B-I-E, ape at gmail.com i would love to hear from you guys so let's just kick it off shall we for the news of the week so cnn was reporting out this week that people who suffer with severe depression and he, here i am a big supporter of mental health because of what my children have gone through and what i've gone through binge eating is a disorder it is a disease um, and i'm getting help for that i've lost a lot of weight from not only um, medication, but from um, gastric sleeve surgery. So um, it's okay to not be okay. And if you need help, please reach out. Um, but this week they're reporting that there was a study released um, where people were given a synthetic form of magic mushrooms. And it was given out in doses of 25, 10 or one milligram, or some people got placebo. Um, and the study had really good results. Um, so however you find help, go find it. Um, I know sometimes it's hard to get in um, to see a mental health expert. Um, if you're having suicidal thoughts, please dial 988. Let me say it again. The number changed in June from a 1-800 number to a three-digit code like 911. It is 988. 988. Um, Veterans, we appreciate your service. You are amazing people. You are the backbone of our country. Please select option one when you dial 988. That is for you. Um, but everybody else, I'm not quite sure of the options, but when you dial, it will tell you. Um, so please reach out. It's okay to not be okay. Please get help because I care about your life. Your loved ones care about your life, and we want to see you happy and thrive. Um, so this one is hilarious. It's actually from the Associated Press, um, but it was on Ripley's Believe It or Not's website. Um, the One House Bakery in San Francisco made a life-size replica. Okay, are you ready? All right, all right, wait for it. Okay, this is really hilarious. A life-size replica of Han Solo and Carbonite for Halloween. It took them over a hundred hours to make this six-foot-tall piece of bread art. And I will post a picture. Um, it is so amazing. I love Star Wars, so to see <laughs> to see Harrison Ford in bread, especially great sourdough bread, because that's what uh, the One House Bakery is known for, um, was just 
it was phenomenal. So kudos to you guys. That took a lot of work and a lot of bread. And they have other pieces of art in their store. I would love to go visit their store if I ever get out to the West Coast. Um, but yeah, just take a look at the pictures. It's awesome. So another story from Ripley's um, is when they do brain surgery, sometimes they leave you awake. And this gentleman plays the saxophone. And for them to map his brain correctly to avoid vessels and damaging certain lobes of the brain, they had him play a saxophone awake for nine hours. Wow. Nine hours. I play the violin. I can't imagine <laughs> I can't imagine being in a yeah, in attraction and having to bow or pizzicato. I, I, I can't imagine it for nine hours. That's like incredible. So kudos. There were 10 surgeons that mapped his brain successfully and they did remove the tumor without any complications. So kudos to you guys. That's phenomenal. And I wish the gentleman uh, speedy recovery. I think it's been a couple months, so I'm pretty sure he's, you know, on the road to recovery after having that tumor removed. So that's that's just great. That's just awesome. I love I love stories like that when um, science merges with good news. And I mean, it's it's a blessing to have those kinds of great news stories. Um, but you know, sometimes you have to fail to learn good learning experience, but in this case, it was a good story. So the Huffington Post from October 20th is reporting that a citizen of, in, in, around Boise, Idaho, I think it's like 40 miles outside of Boise, dog one night, and in the brush was a three and a half foot alligator. Okay, I'll, I'll say it again. Okay, I can't imagine finding this in the brush here in Missouri. I mean, I know we have them, but they're more on the east side of the state because of the Mississippi River. But a three and a half foot alligator. Now, I, I did some side research because it's like, wait a minute. I thought alligators, you know, alligators are not native to that part of Idaho. And as I researched more, it was a pet of somebody's that they let go and it grew. It was feeding on livestock in the area <laughs> and it was just, they're not native to Idaho. That's obvious. And so Idaho fishing game came out and caught it and wow, just unreal. So don't release unnative pets in your community. You never know how much they're going to damage the ecosystem. Um, you know, the smartest thing to do would have been like, go to your local zoo, ask them if they want an alligator. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Or, or a, a sanctuary. There are sanctuaries out there that will take animals that are not wanted anymore. But just don't flush down the toilet. Don't just let it go out the back door. You know, find a home for it. So, 
<laughs> this one, let me see. I think I'll leave, leave that one for the end because it was really funny. Um, the world's oldest toy fox terrier passed away the week of October 6th. And it was so sad because her name was Pebbles and she was 22. And she was five months away from her 23rd birthday. That's that's a pretty long time for a dog to live. So that, that story from the Huffington Post the week of October 6th kind of pulled up my heartstrings because I love animals. I don't want to see them, you know. We can't keep them forever. I went through, you know, losing a kitten um, in 21. It was really hard. She was so cute. It was my first calico ever. Um, so it was so difficult. And she just, she had pica. She ate something she shouldn't have. Um, if you Google pica, it's where your animals and even humans eat non-food things. And unfortunately, it tore up her intestines. So... But we miss her. We love her. Um, but yeah, 22 years old. That's impressive for a dog. So um, this is out of the mirror. And it's from this week, the third. Scientists have found that swearing. Oh, hell yes. Swearing. I said it. Um, is good for you. And it's a sign of intelligence. Well, holy shit, that's awesome, right? Um, so my son and I, Danny, we've been kind of fighting over this because of the F-bomb. Um, I'm a progressive mom. I let my kids cuss all the time. I really want them to do it at home, not in public. But you know how that goes. Okay, so using swear words according to scientists, pulls from the deep area of your brain that has positive impact on your personality and mood. So using swear words makes you more persuasive, makes others laugh, which that triggers another portion of your brain. And it also helps others deal with certain confrontational situations to relieve stress. Well, George Carlin was right. Use those seven swear words like mad to make you smarter. Okay, let's be smarter. Let's be independent thinkers. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox now. The election is November 8th. We're two days away, people, two. If you haven't voted, vote. Make your voice heard. That's why we live in America. It's a democracy. We're supposed to vote if you can. There are some people who can't. I understand. I'm sorry you don't get that opportunity. Those of you who have voted, thank you. Good job. Keep it up. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I have my own personal beliefs. You have yours. That's right. We're going to coexist. Yes. Let's save democracy. Let's do the right thing as citizens. Let's not do it with violence because that's never the answer. Let's do it at the ballot box peacefully. We have free speech. We can have a debate. But when you start getting nasty, that's not the way that democracy works. Hate speech is not a covered speech. Um, okay, are you ready? Ready? <laughs> 
50 days to Christmas. 50. 50. Where has this year gone? I mean, it's, it's insane how fast it's coming on. But, you know, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that the story of an adult? You know, time flies when you're having fun. Um, but yeah, 50 days to Christmas. Hi, Amber. Shout out to you. So the last story this week makes me laugh my butt off because it is so, so funny. Um, in Pennsylvania, according to the Huffington Post from October 12th, somebody made up these really cool Bigfoot crossing signs, taking them to all the state parks around the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and posting them. What? I mean, we're, we're fans of Bigfoot here. We watch Discovery, you know, Discovery streaming of all the shows. Um, my sister got me started on those. Um, but what makes it even funnier is that they say it's a crossing and then they write in big, bold letters, do not approach this creature. <laughs> that was the funny part. Um, so when the state, or start, sorry, sorry, it's a Commonwealth. It's not, you know, okay. When the Commonwealth Rangers were finding the signs, they were taking them down. And they were prompted to issue a statement. And I'm summarizing the statement. Saying Bigfoot isn't real. Bullshit. And pleading with people to stop posting the signs around the Commonwealth. I, it's, it's funny. It's hilarious. That is the best thing I saw all week. I, I had to laugh. It was funny. Um. I was tired of the political ads, so I wanted some good laughter, and I found it. And that's that was the best news story of the week. So there's Sci-Fi Mombi news for the week. I do have some more news. Um, my son Danny wouldn't come on today, but that's okay. We'll get him to come on later. Um, but I have new weird laws. Yay. Okay. Um, so in Mississippi which is having water issues right now. Wait, was it Mississippi or Alabama? It's one of those two states. Um, you cannot have more than two children out of wedlock. So according to the 2013 law, um, you could have one child out of wedlock and then you need to get married. Otherwise, if you have two or more, it's punishable by fines and jail time. Okay, wait a minute. Are we talking the father of the kids or the mother? Because somebody's got to take care of those kids. And if it's anything like Missouri, our foster system is over inundated with beautiful children who need homes. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird law to me because it's the Bible Belt. What are you going to do, right? In North Carolina, since 1953, when the law uh, went into effect, you cannot attend a workplace meeting in a costume. Well, that just blows Halloween and Christmas out of the water, right? Um, 
<laughs> I wish I'd had this one last week for a Halloween podcast. That would have been hilarious. Um, but they started the law because they wanted the KKK to stop showing up in their garb. Okay, I, I get that, right? Yeah, stop racism. Stop, you know. I'll get off that soapbox. But that just sucks you can't show up in your Halloween costume at work for a meeting. In, and I hope I say this right, Yamhill, Oregon, since 1867, you cannot practice publicly fortune-telling astrology, phrenology, palmistry, clairvoyance, mesmerie, spiritualism, or any other practices generally recognized to the unsound and unscientific whereby an attempt or pretense is made. Okay, so mediums are not allowed. Scientology is not allowed. Uh, pretty much I took this to be all religions not allowed, no matter what you believe. I could be wrong, but that was my impression. Guys, it's the 21st century. We all need to coexist. Take it off the books. Come on. Come on. Please, please. Okay. In Louisiana since 2011, you cannot steal somebody's crawfish. Right. Of course, we all know stealing is wrong, but if you're hungry, right? And okay. Um, but if you steal the crawfish and it's worth over $500, you could serve six months or more in jail and pay a fine of over $1,500. I mean, I, I can understand like this year they had to cancel the uh, snow crab um, catching in Alaska because they don't know where they went. It went from like 8 billion to one. I guess they went on a vacation to Russia. I don't know where they went. Um, or they've just overfished the waters of the Bering Strait and, you know, Bering Sea. Um, I mean, we have crawfish here in Missouri. I mean, it's not plentiful, but they're there. Um, I, what I don't understand, and my dad was like, you could teach a man to fish and they'll feed themselves their whole life. Why do you have to go steal somebody's crawfish? Why don't you go fish them out yourself? You know, go cut, you know, I, I, I understand that you probably need a fishing license. We do here in Missouri. Um, but if you're hungry, you got to do something, but not steal. I mean, you could ask. So... Oh boy, that one was just a little bizarre to me, but you know, <clears throat> I live in a landlocked state. I, I mean, I know it's a billion dollar industry for the seafood. So, and I watched during the pandemic when Maine lobster fishermen were having trouble selling their product overseas, especially with the tariffs that were enacted by a certain administration. So, you know, I watched all that news and I feel for them. I really do. Um, but we need to feed people in the United States as well. So. In South Carolina and a lot of other states, I know Missouri and Springfield generally has a law about 
fireworks. We're not supposed to shoot them off in city limits because it could catch other houses on fire, right? Um, this one kind of cracks me up because my kids like to set off smoke bombs. They're, they're cute, but in South Carolina, beginning in 2012, you cannot set off smoke bombs across the whole state because of the toxic irrigants being used in the bombs. So, you know, a lot of them come from China. We know that China puts weird things in everything, um, especially rain, rainbow fentanyl. <clears throat> I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you're just like, it's fun. Let the kids have their fun, you know. But then again, you got to think, oh, their lungs, you know, you don't want that problem. So, damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Hey, more swear words. Um, <laughs> this one is so great. I love it. In Arkansas, from 1961, you cannot honk your car horn outside a Subway sandwich shop after 9 p.m. <clears throat> you heard me. Yeah. While there's no reason the law was enacted, I couldn't find I couldn't find an explanation or an excuse. Just don't do it in Arkansas. Now come to Missouri, honk however you want. I don't care. <laughs> just not in my house. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those weird things where you're going, why would you want to honk outside a subway? I mean, a lot of them don't have a drive through window and I don't know, guys. It was just funny. Um, <laughs> this one had to be a frat prank. It had to be a hazing incident. That's all I can think of for the excuse. I couldn't find an excuse for this one either. Um, beginning in 1980, Alabama passed a law that you cannot drive a vehicle blindfolded. Right. I mean... It's just a bummer that you can't drive blindfolded. Really? Uh, good grief, Alabama. I mean, why would you even try it? Why? <laughs> it's, it's just funny. It's just so funny. And my favorite of the week in Connecticut since 1948, you cannot sell a pickle unless it bounces. Yes, mombies, if it doesn't bounce in Connecticut, you can't sell the pickle. I'm rolling my eyes. Do you see me? Well, you can't see me if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm rolling my eyes over wasting food. So I'm a pickle fan. I don't care if it bounces. Just <laughs> it's still funny as hell. <laughs> All right. So. That was news of the laws of the week. I will bring you more next week because as I'm looking, I'm going to start looking for world laws too, because I'm sure we have a lot of them here in the United States. So we just, I just got to keep digging because they're hilarious. All right. So, um, there's a lot of entertainment news this week. Um, I found fascinating, um, Discovery who now owns Warner Brothers their CEO released a statement that he wants more Harry Potter out in public. 
Daniel Radcliffe also put out um, an interview this week where he said that he probably will never return to Harry Potter, although I, w I really want to see him in The Cursed Child if they make it a movie. I'm, I'm hoping so. Um, by the way, he's coming out this week in the new Weird Al biopic on... Um, I forgot who's got it. But anyways, look for that. It's It looks really good. Um, but the, just the Harry Potter info um, kind of surprised me because of not only J.K. Rowling's stance on a certain, on the LGBTQIA plus community, um, but fans, I'm a fan. I want to see more. I wouldn't mind if... Um, the wizarding world kind of went to like Star Wars has and Mupp well, not Muppets, um, the MCU, you know, they have their streaming shows. That would be cool. I love the Fantastic Beast series. I think that's phenomenal. And of course I love original Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's not that bad of an idea. I mean, why not? You know, um, I started Babylon five this week and, um, I can't believe I missed it. I'm, I'm a huge Star Trek, Star Wars, Orville, you know, you name it, except I'm sorry, guys, Firefly and quantum, the new quantum leap. Mm, 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 sorry. I've tried. Um, maybe I need to watch Firefly again. Nathan Fillion's awesome. Don't get me wrong. The whole, you know, there's a lot of familiar faces from Firefly. Like um, the lady that's on 911 Lone Star. You know, she's there. Um, Deadpool's girlfriend. She's She started there. So just a lot of good acting. I just didn't feel a connection. It's the same way with the new quantum leap. I'm always going to see, um, you know, the old show. Cause that was the show my mom and dad and I watched when I was a kid. Um, so I don't know, but we'll, we'll keep it up. But anyways, um, back to Babylon five. Um, the first season was great. I liked all the characters. I liked the commander. Um, Sinclair, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Sinclair. I think I got that right. Hope so. Probably didn't. I'm bad with names. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. I'll fix that though next week. Um, actually I can probably fix it now, but what I'm saying is I really enjoyed the first season. I'm into the second season right now. And I, I like Bruce Boxleitner. I've always liked him since Scarecrow and Mrs. King because that was another show my mom and I used to watch all the time. Um, and, um, you know, it it's, it's a great sci-fi show. I can see humans moving towards that kind of future. I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, I don't know... A lot of the plot lines I'm seeing in season two are kind of mimicking um, life right now. Um, just like the Orville, um, even though they were written back in 2020, they applied to 2022. Um, it was fascinating 
um, Babylon 5 is fascinating. It's kind of interesting how life is cyclical. Um, I'm just hoping that we can all calm down after these midterms, no matter who wins. But I, I am just in love with everybody on Babylon 5. Um, I was surprised at, um, oh, I'm so bad with names, guys. I'm sorry. Um, uh, ambassador, she went in the, hold on. She went in the cocoon and came out looking more human. Um, and then she was getting ridiculed for it. I was so surprised by that. Um, because for one, the war they went through and, um, you know, just, it, it was just interesting. Um, but, uh, ambassador, uh, 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 what is her name? Hold on a second. It, I, I, I love the storylines. I love, um, the characters, um, I just, I, I feel, um, kinship because for one, they're human and two, they're trying to make their way in the universe. The jump gates, I am, I, I really like those. I, and that they can open them wherever. I thought there for the first season, you can only open them in a jump gate, but obviously they can open them everywhere and, and it almost just, you know, could have destroyed Babylon 5. Um. By the way, spoiler alert, I'm talking about something. If you haven't seen Babylon 5, I'm sorry. Um, you can forward out of this discussion somewhere else. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, I, I, I must have been so busy during high school. Um, I was a freshman when it came out. I don't know how I missed it. I watched so much TV when I was a kid. Uh, I still do as an adult. It's what my family did um, as we were growing up. That's that's how it was. Um, so, but I'm not finding the wiki page I want. Where is it? I need to bookmark it. Sorry, guys. Um, but, you know, I, I just, there it is. That's what I was looking for. I found it. Okay, I'm bookmarking it now. Um, let's see, characters. I know, dead air, not good. <laughs> um, but several buddies of mine from the Orville said, you got, you haven't seen Babylon 5, what's wrong with you? Go watch it. So I started and I meant to do a watch party with them. I felt so bad because I was just like, I'm work, you know, I work from home and I turn on the Orville to boost ratings, streaming ratings on either Disney Plus or Hulu. By the way, lately Hulu has not been the best um, at staying connected. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, Disney Plus is better connected. Um, but, you know, I just turned it on and my friend who um, said, go watch it, go watch it. She's like, you're going to miss stuff if you're just turning it off for background noise. And I'm like, well, I, how else am I going to watch it? You know? 
And um, she's like, well, we need to do a watch party. I'm like, yes, we need to do a watch party. That would be so fun. Um, finding the time right now. <sighs> That's another thing. Um, but um, just, I, I just love the graphics. I love graphic CGI. I love the writing. I love the characters. Ambassador Dylan. That's who I was thinking of. Um, you know, she went from how they always look in the first season to pretty much half human, half Moari. Is that right? If I'm wrong, tell me. Sorry. I'm getting there. Mimbari. I'll get it right. I promise. Um, but yeah, it was incredible. Um, I love the writing. Um, I'm sad that the actress who plays Ambassador Dillon passed away last year. Um, just as I, I find this so crappy, like I find a show and I really like it and the actors unfortunately are passing away. Um, but I still have Two and a, uh, three and a half seasons to go and the movies. And I, I found out from a Google search that there are books. So I'm going to read those. Um, so, yeah, there's still a lot for me to look over and, and enjoy uh, about Babylon 5. Um, I do think it's hilarious that Ambassador... What is his name? Where is he? I just saw it. Hold on. Um, Molinari is the is his name, not the race. Okay. I, find, I find it fascinating that Londo has three wives. Yeah. Um, um, there are communities that believe in polygamy around the world. So I was kind of surprised that it was written into a show. Not, I, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because, you know, they believe in that. And while it's not my view, um, who am I to say it's wrong? You know, we're supposed to coexist. So, but fascinating show. I'm really loving it. And um, I'll keep sharing what I find out as I move along. It'll be great. Um, Moving along. Okay. I don't know how you feel about this, but after Solo, I love Solo. Star Wars Solo. Um, I was just totally surprised because they've been coming out with the shows on Disney+. Plus. They're now talking again about restarting the movies. And I thought J.J. Abrams killed the Skywalker legacy. Like, I thought, I thought that was the whole reason behind the last movie was to just dead end that I, I was not happy about it. I wanted Ray and Ben to be together and breed the next generation of Jedi. Um, train them, bring them up. I'm I'm still a little miffed about there was sets of books that were written that George Lucas okayed for canon, right? I find it completely irritating sorry, this is just my view, that 
a certain person can walk in to these amazing franchises and wipe away canon. I, I, Paramount did it with Star Trek. I don't know why. Um, Disney allowed it to happen with Star Wars. Timothy Zahn, his Heir to the Empire series was breathtaking. It is the best books. I love them. You might not agree with me, but I, I reread them because I love them. Janna and Jason Solo should have been born. Ben was supposed to be Luke and Mira's son, okay? I, that's my rant, okay? I, I just don't understand why we can't stick to canon and make these movies like the books. I, I don't get it. Maybe you can fill me in on that. I don't know. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. Um, it's it's something that I, I still can't grasp. I am watching Andor. I am watching Tales of the Jedi. Very good. Um, my son, my oldest, told me today that I need to be watching um, Clone Wars Bad Bunch. Probably have that wrong. And... It'll come to me. It'll come to me. But anyways, I'm, I need to watch those those animated series. And uh, I am behind, as usual. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. But I, I am surprised they're, they're talking movies again. I really am. Um, I wish them success. I want a good Star Wars movie like the rest of us. I, I, lo I love all of them. Okay, the original three-part, the, the, the nine movie saga, I love. Um, but there comes a point where the audience is oversaturated, right? I mean, you know, you can only watch so much. You can only reboot so much. Sorry, guys, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just saying, um, sometimes reboots are not what you want them to be. So don't hate me. I'm just voicing my opinion. It's America. I can do that. Um, but yeah, I, I want to, I want to see a new Star Wars movie that I want to see the Skywalker legacy rebooted. I, I don't think we should have cut it out so quickly. That's what I'm thinking. I have heard rumors this week that Kate Mulgrew is talking to Paramount and the Star Trek franchise about a Janeway show. I want to see that. I want to see that. Um, I love Star Trek Picard. I am just in awe of Strange New Worlds. Discovery, Discovery is my bomb right now. I love that show. Um, but I think, I, you know, I, I love her. I love her on Prodigy. I love that show. It's, it's like Lower Decks, you know, it's good. My kids like it. It's a great show. She's wonderful on it. Um, but Janeway deserves her own show. 
I mean, I've, I've binged through all the series again, including Voyager. Um, she's, she's a gem, you know? So green light at Paramount. Let's go. Come on. Come on, Roddenberry. Let's move forward. <laughs> all right. That's my beef on that one. Um, Jeff Dunham has a comedy special coming out on November 25th at 7 p.m. on Comedy Central. I'm kind of looking forward to it, although my husband used to work um, selling merchandise at concerts and arenas. Um, I worked I worked several. Um, it was fun. It's hard work. Hats off. Love you all. You are the backbone of that, that society. Thank you. Um, it's hard work. It really is. I have, I have a newfound appreciation for all those people because earning that dollar is hard. It's very hard. Especially if you work a monster jam and you have 50,000 pieces of merchandise. Oh my God, Becky. I mean, I was at AT&T Stadium last, wait. Yeah, last October. <laughs> October before. Sorry, guys. Um, oh my God, that was, bleh. You know, um, but when you sell that little kid, their plushy monster truck and their eyes light up, it's, it's so cute. I worked a Reba McIntyre show with my husband this year and a little girl's mom didn't have, like they were only accepting electronic payment and, or debit card and they didn't have the money on a card and I had the money and I went to our group leader and I said look this it's this little girl's birthday can I do this and he's like yeah go ahead so the mom gave me